Hello everyone, and welcome to episode number two of Heading North, the winter prepping episode. If you'd like to see more from Heading North, go to www.headingnorthpodcast.com. My name's Nick, and this week we're going to go over things like jackets, wool socks, boots, and base layers, all in light of prepping for the winter seasons. As I'm recording this, it is November 7th, and you guys will be listening in the second week of December, so it's going to be a lot colder by the time you guys are listening to this. And I wanted to make sure that we really dove into what you need when you're going on a hike, camping, or anything along those lines for the winter season. And again, I'm going to be staying pretty heavily away from skiing and snowboarding as there's just a lot of gear to go over and the sake of time drives me to kind of just go into basic outdoor recreation winter gear. As an early scout, I was taught that you can always take layers off, but you can't add them on. And what this means is, is if you wear too many layers, you can always take one off. But if you don't wear enough when you get out on the trailer camping, well, guess what? You don't have those layers that you need to stay warm. And when we're talking about layers, especially in the winter, we're talking about a base layer, something that's underneath all of your clothing. Then you have that secondary base layer, something like a sweatshirt or sometimes even sweats if I want to put those underneath snow pants. And then you have your jackets, your snow pants, your wool to synthetic size socks, as well as boots or shoes, depending on where you are geographically during the winter time. Now, one big thing that I'm aware of as I'm trying to explain ways to prep and be ready for winter, winter itself is a very geographical thing. If you're down south, well, guess what? Winter might just be wearing an extra sweatshirt and a pair of jeans. Up north, as far as I am, or states like Washington, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, sometimes even Boston, it could be even colder. So you do need things like parkas as well as thicker socks and a lot taller winter boots, a lot of more waterproofing on your shoes for the winter. I want to make sure that I get as much information out to you guys as possible, but I am aware that the things I'm going to be talking about are very much specific to much colder weather winters. So anything Northern Hemisphere above, let's say, Maryland. The first, in my opinion, most important layer is the base layer. This is going to be things like long johns, thermal shirts, sweatshirts, fleeces, anything that you can wear under your overlayers, your down jackets, your puffy jackets, your snowboarding jackets. This is that base layer, as the name alludes to, that you're going to want to put on. Now, I personally enjoy a synthetic layer, something like a fleece layer. I have a couple fleece long johns that I wear, tops and bottoms. I also have like the synthetic stretchy, more like an Under Armour or Nike that stretches, stays close to your body and keeps you warm, but is also wicking as I get very warm and you sweat and I don't really want to have sweat trapped inside my winter gear. A lot of people swear by wool. I've heard from multiple sources that sometimes even though it is antimicrobial, if I can say that word right, it can get kind of stinky over time, especially if you're doing those through hikes or longer hikes where you're camping overnight and you have this stuff on for a day, day and a half, two days, it can get kind of stinky. So keep that in mind if you're using it, you might just have to wash it more or it might reduce the shelf life of those items if it is getting to smell a little bit worse. Again, wool, merino wool itself, people will always swear by because it is an extremely warm option usually can get pretty thick or stay pretty thin if you're going into the merino wool or the synthetic wool uh, combos 
A few really good options for this lower base level would be something like a Patagonia Kaplan Midweight Crew. So this is a crew neck long sleeve shirt. You can also get some pants to go with that. You're going to want some underpants, definitely depending on where you are in the country. If you're up north, you need that thermal layer underneath your jeans or whatever else you're wearing for uh, pants that day. Also, another option would be the Wolex Glacier Long Sleeve Crew. Again, another long sleeve option to wear underneath your button up, your fleece, your long sleeve shirt, your sweatshirt, anything like that. Now, as a secondary to the base layer, I had mentioned that I enjoy wearing fleeces. These are usually quarter zip sleeve fleeces, something you can get from Eddie Bauer, Patagonia. I think right now I'm wearing an Eddie Bauer. I also have some from Columbia and North Face. So what these are is is just like 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 it said, a, a fleece quarter zip. You get that little extra zip that goes from the, about chest height up to your neck and surrounds your neck once you zip it up, just to keep you warm. You can also wear sweatshirts. A lot of people, I have a lot of friends who like like the marmot sweatshirts. A a couple good options uh, for the sweatshirt or one really good option for the sweatshirt is the Patagonia Capeline Air Hoodie. Now this one has a one of those more like accordion like necks that's almost like a gaiter as it comes up into a hood. And then as a lightweight fleece, I like the Patagonia Lightweight cinchilla snap tee this is not a quarter zip itself it's a snap quarter so you can from chest to neck you can snap it up to make sure that you surround your neck and keep yourself warm and it's also a nice fleece material very thick and i believe that one actually is partially recycled synthetic material which i always like that we can recycle and do things along those lines if you're getting into that really cold weather you're going to want that initial base layer the long sleeve the long johns and then you're also going to want some type of fleece or sweatshirt underneath your jacket as well so make sure you guys are prepared with both of those if you're going out on a winter hike that you don't just need the jacket over that initial base layer wear your base layer your fleece or hoodie that way if you get too hot you can take that jacket off but you still have a warm option underneath you that's wicking and then you also have your jacket your feet are an essential thing to prep for when you're coming into a winter season winter hike or winter camp if your feet get cold, wet, or anything in between, well, you've got a problem when you're out on the trail or when you're out camping. Right at the base of all this are the socks. These are such an essential thing. If you're in the military or anything like that, they'll tell you once your feet are wet, you're done for. Um, so moisture wicking, you want something thick for the winter. Usually a wool or merino wool is going to work great for the winter time. Something that's crew, that way you have that long crew style sock. And again, I can't stress this enough. I know I've already said it, but thickness. Wool socks are generally the way to go in winter activities and again this is my opinion i don't want to say that these are the best options but if you were to get a full wool sock or a merino wool synthetic mix sock you're going to be a lot happier you can layer socks up if you need to but i recommend just making sure you have that nice thick sock i personally recommend a nice merino wool sock if i need to double up when it's very cold i will wool is going to be the way to go again breathability warmth thickness and durability is really what you want when it comes to the footwear itself you can go a lot of different options and this is another one that's going to be very geographically based you could be in some places where a thicker waterproof trail runner or just a waterproof shoe are going to do great for winter time you can be in other places where you need a fully thermal lined waterproof tall winter boot snow boot, something along those lines. I'm going to try and look at both of those just as, or right in between those, just to make sure that we try to, we cover most angles. I personally, for most winter occasions in the snow, would recommend a mid-height to tall boot of any kind. I personally like the Merrill Moab 2 waterproof mid-height boot. That's what I have right now. That's what I'll wear until snow gets above that six to eight inch mark where it can really start getting in there. If I have winter 
larger pants on that have hooks that hook into my shoelaces to make sure that it has that seal around there. Those will work for a little bit longer than that, but you can also find Keen, any other boot brand with similar mid-range waterproof ability to do that. You also want to make sure that they're thermal lined. I know my hiking boots are thermal lined, so that's something that really kind of helps. I'm not sure exactly what the material is in them, but it makes it great. It's it's like a fleece, so it keeps my feet warm, it keeps them dry, it keeps snow out, keep them nice and tight. So that's a great option again when you're under eight inches, but when you're up north and you go into areas where you're regularly seeing above a foot of snow, you are going to need something that is a little bit more durable, a little bit more thick. Mainly you want waterproof, obviously, if you know snow melts or gets on you or even rain the days that you're wearing them in severe cold. You're going to want that nice waterproof boot. You're also going to want a nice thick lining. Right now I'm rocking the Serral Caribou line, which is a duck boot style with the rubberized base to it. And then it has a nice waterproofed leather that makes up a very tall neck to the boot itself and then those are lined with a very thick fleece and those are going to help in the below zero or deep snow type situations that you're going to see in the north again northern minnesota wisconsin northern upper peninsula of michigan or out in maine washington state any place like that you're going to want those thicker longer boots it's extremely important to make sure that your feet stay warm and dry at all times especially in the winter Prepping for a winter jacket is a little bit tough because it is extremely geographical. If you're in a place like lower New England, so where I was in Connecticut, or if you're in the northern parts of California going into Oregon, you can get away with a little bit lighter of a jacket. And then going into the farther north places that I've mentioned in the past, you're going to want something more like a down parka or just a longer, thicker jacket for the wintertime. Where I was in New England, I could get away with a thermal-lined flannel jacket or some type of lighter down jacket, even sometimes a fleece and a hoodie. For times like that, I recommend something more like an Eddie Bauer Microtherm 2.0. It's a jacket that I have for up north, the October to mid-December range. That is, it's a puffy down-filled jacket. It it doesn't have any wind resistance. It's got multiple seams, so wind can still get in, but it's a great way to cover over with an extra layer or a flannel or anything like that to make sure that I stay warm when I'm out on the trail. Now, again, another layer that you might want to pack is going to be more of a rain jacket just in case because when you have a non-waterproof jacket, starts raining, could get pretty bad. And when you have a down puffy, just like the Eddie Bauer uh, Microtherm, then it can consolidate itself and squish down pretty well underneath the rain jacket to keep you warm as well as dry. Getting back into the north here, you're going to want a parka Uh, a longer jacket, something that doesn't let wind or snow get up underneath of it and is waterproof, but also has a nice thick down or synthetic or hybrid filling. When you're looking for something like this, you're going to want to find something like a Patagonia Trace 3-in-1 or REI Co-op Stormhenge Down Hybrid. Again, these are very thick, very long jackets. They're waterproof outside material that's very hardy and have that nice filling. It gets cold in a lot of places, so even with layers, you're going to need something like this to make sure that you're warm. And again, back to you can always take layers off. If you get too warm, you already have multiple other layers underneath to keep you there as well. That's kind of why I like the 3-in-1s. I right now have a Columbia 
a Bugaboo 2 and one And what that is is it has a fleece soft shell underneath that zips into the greater jacket that is that outside waterproof synthetic line jacket. And the nice thing about that is, is I've got my base layer on, I've got a fleece or a sweatshirt, and then I have that jacket on as well. If I get too hot, I can take off that outer layer, unzip that soft shell, and I still have multiple layers over top of me. That's very much what the Patagonia Trays 3-in-1 can do as well, where it has multiple layers that you can zip out to make sure you can consolidate or drop off layers when you get too warm, but you have enough to stay warm throughout the day. If you guys have any questions, you can always reach out to me. We have info at headingnorthpodcast.com. If you reach out and have any questions, even if I don't know it, I can find the answers for you on what the best options are going to be for you and where you are for winter. But when you guys are thinking about a jacket, I can't stress enough to do your research it's not always the cheapest thing, so make sure you get the best option, but also don't skimp out and get the super cheap option because you're going to be cold. And I can tell you right now, when you're outside, it's better to be comfortable and warm than to be slightly all right to cold levels when you're out on the trail. It's going to make things harder as far as your body being able to work appropriately or not getting injured. The last piece of the winter gear prepping puzzle is the hats and gloves. Hats were kind of tough for me to pick some options out because everyone does have a different style. Most winter hats you can find at places like Sierra, REI, Eastern Mountain Sports, or other outdoor equipment stores will fit the need. Make sure that they're lined or thick and a good material is really all that I can say there. You might also want to purchase a nice thick gaiter if it's a fleece line gaiter or something like that to go with it. I prefer the Buff brand over many just to keep your face and neck warm as well. As far as gloves go, they also vary geographically. I, I feel like I keep saying that with winter gear, but we have so many different hemispheres and so much, so many different geographic locations for temperature that you can go so many different ways. In a low to moderate temperature area, a glove like Patagonia's R1 Daily Gloves or North Face's Denali E-Tip Gloves work just fine. These are just fleece, thick, thick fleece, not necessarily waterproof gloves that'll keep your hands nice and warm warm while you're outside. You might also want a waterproof glove if you're having snowball fights or anything like that. This is kind of why I shied away from snowboarding or those other things because those require, you know, fall protection and stuff like that where you do need the waterproof hands. Those are going to be some great gloves for if you're just going to the store or you're out and about. If you're getting temperatures between freezing and down to like negative or down to 10, I'm going to say, or five degrees. When you're going below that or have high wind chills or your hands are going to be getting wet, I'd recommend something for a little bit more extreme weather like the Marmot BTU glove. This is a waterproof thermal insulated glove, something thick. You can also get mittens the same way or the mittens that keep your pointer finger accessible. Those are going to be some great options for you for your hands. As we're concluding this episode, I really need to stress, make sure you guys are wearing your layers, make sure you guys are doing your research, and make sure that you're prepping appropriately for where you're going to be and the activities that you're going to be doing this winter. Safety is a number one concern as well as warmth and making sure that you guys get back and have a comfortable happy time before you do. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. Again, my name is Nick. You can find me on social media. Just search at Grizzly, that's G-R-I-S-L-E-Y Adams. And for more from Heading North, make sure you go to www.headingnorthpodcast.com. To support Heading North and what we do here, head over to patreon.com forward slash Heading North Podcast. And we can be found on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Heading North Podcast. Thank you again, guys, and we'll talk to you next week.